Hello, I'm Sibongile Ngako, and this is my series, Fem Power You. Today, we're going to talk about a trending topic that I've seen recently, and that is achieving financial independence for women. But first, let me tell you a bit about me. I'm a Harvard-educated corporate fintech and compliance executive, leveraging my background and expertise to help women both personally and professionally. And so let's talk about financial independence. So firstly, what does it mean to be financially independent? So I think of this in a few ways. Firstly, you're empowered to make financial decisions for yourself. So you don't have anyone else kind of you know, making those decisions on your behalf. You're self-sufficient and not dependent on others for your financial well-being. You are intentional and thoughtful about your financial health and you have a long range plan and you are unencumbered by and in control of your debt. And this is all with the eventual goal of being able to live uh, and afford your monthly expenses through passive income. So financial independence is a choice. It is not an accident. It's strategy and not chance. And this is so important for women because women are five times, five times more likely to live paycheck to paycheck than men. Okay, so that is a staggering statistic. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And why is financial independence important? Because it gives you the freedom to make decisions that are in your best interest and live the life that you want. Okay, so this is all in the interest of being unencumbered and being able to make choices that are in your best interest. Um, so a bit about me, because this is frankly really personal for me. I've been working since I was 13 years old. I think that's lower than the legal working age. And I've always been driven towards financial stability. Um, my background is I come from a you know, middle-class family where my mom was the breadwinner. Um, and we could have um, had kind of a comfortable life, but we didn't because my family was drowning in debt because of how they mismanaged their funds. Um, at some point, we had five cars, so five cars for two adults in the household. That's two and a half cars per adult. Um, we refinanced our home with, with home equity loans and lines of credit over and over again, often with predatory lenders and very, very high interest rates. Um, and so we were constantly living under the specter of bill collection, of creditors, and um, you know that impacted me tremendously at, as a child. Like I can remember coming home in grade school and, and the lights were cut off or showing up for music lessons and being told by my music teacher that you know, he couldn't give me lessons that day because my parents hadn't paid the tuition, um, not to speak of how it impacted my parents, the stress, the anxiety, how it impacted our, our relationship as a family. And so, you know, this is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. And, you know, any information that I can share, any tips I, that I can share with the ladies in particular to help you think about financial independence um, in a different way, I'm happy to do. Um, so firstly, I would say keep an eye on your money, okay? And by that, I mean make sure that you are constantly looking at your account balances, whether it's investment portfolios or checking or savings accounts. You, you always want to know what exactly is in, in, in your accounts, what those balances are. If it's an investment portfolio, making sure, make sure you're looking at the performance. 
Um, what is your rate of return? Um, are your investments structured in, in such a way that's you know, aligned with your financial goals? But even if it's not an investment account, I mean, credit cards, loans, look at your rates and fees. Make sure that the APR you think you're getting is actually what you're being charged on a month-to-month -month basis. Um, make sure that the fees that you're supposed to be paying or not paying um, are correct. Make sure that there's no fraud. Um, if on a credit card you have rewards currency, make sure that you're getting the rewards that the bank or the credit card company has has promised you. And frankly, technology makes it easy. You can set up put push notifications. You can set up email notifications. Um, there are all kinds of ways to make sure that you're keeping an active watch on your money. And I would say this is doubly so the case if you have a joint account with a spouse or significant other or partner, but even if your accounts are individual, please do keep an eye on your money. And that's not to say that you should be obsessed <laughs> or mercenary or you know, overly focused on your money, but you always wanna have a pulse on what's in your accounts, what's happening with your lending products um, and, and in all the regards that I just mentioned. Also, find a sustainable source of income, okay? So it doesn't have to be a corporate job. I've had all kinds of jobs over the years, but it should be something that, that works for you. And be resourceful. You know, the song said, diamonds are a girl's best friend. I say resourcefulness is a woman's best friend. I mean, I can remember when I started working, um, I was working as an analyst, um, but during holiday season, I worked at Bloomingdale's to earn extra money. I would not necessarily recommend that though, because <laughs> I ended up spending all the money that I that I made at Bloomingdale's, but but I digress. But at, at various points in my life, I've had multiple jobs, certainly in college. Um, at one point, as many of you know, I pursued uh, the arts, opera singing in particular. And I was an opera singer, I was a piano teacher, I was also a music director. So definitely be resourceful. And the idea is not to you know work yourself to the bone, but rather to make sure that you have a sustainable source of income, potentially multiple sources of income, so that you can, can live the life that you want and afford your expenses on a month-to-month -month basis and not be living paycheck to paycheck. The next tip is something my mother always told me, but frankly, it took me a long time to really understand what it meant and how to um, practically apply this, and that is pay yourself first. Okay, so pay yourself first. That's before any of your bills, any of your other obligations, pay yourself first. Now, how do, have I done that? Ideally, you should have, I would say, five to 10%, let's say, of your income that you do not see or touch. Okay, so you get paid. And the way I've done this is I've used direct deposit to funnel money to multiple accounts. So maybe, you know, Three to six percent is going to a, an employer-sponsored account like a four hundred one k or health savings account or other flexible spending account, um, or you know three to five percent maybe going to a money market account, a savings account, an investment account. So use direct deposit as a means of paying yourself first, and you'd be surprised how quickly you can amass a, a good amount of money without actively trying or actively having to to think of it. And of course. Once you do put money in, in, in these accounts, make sure you keep an eye on it, going, going back to the first tip. Um, that kind of segues to this next tip, which is build a freedom fund. And what is a freedom fund? A freedom fund is money which you can readily, readily access 
that amounts to about six to 12 months of, of your living expenses. And why do I call it a freedom fund? I call it a freedom fund because it gives you the freedom to make decisions that are in your best interest and not be trapped in really any circumstance. And that can be a relationship, that can be a job, that can be a geographical um, location, that can be a living situation. For me, this has been essential over the years. It has really allowed me um, to escape, <laughs> may not be quite the word I'm looking for, but escape, frankly, a, a variety of toxic situations. And it's also given me peace of mind in the sense that um, I know that I have money in the bank, that I have my freedom fund in various accounts, such that I can make decisions that, um, you know, are again, are in my best interest and, and not be bound by, oh, I can't leave this situation because it will impact me financially in a negative way. Um, and then kind of a, a, another segue to the next tip, diversify your revenue streams, but don't quit your day job. Okay, so for one, multiple revenue streams and having multiple revenue streams is key. For one, it helps you build wealth, but also it puts you in a position when you're, where you're not dependent on any one source of income, which is always a good thing. Um, and the reason I, I say don't quit your day job is because there are, you, you have to consider the financial ramifications of, of leaving a day job. So if you have a side hustle, if you have a, kind of your dream job that you're pursuing in parallel to your day job, I think that's wonderful. By all means, it's something I've done over the years many times. But when you leave your day job, there are the financial ramifications in terms of you know losing that steadiness of income. But then there are also there are non-financial benefits that you may need to consider, such as losing health benefits, you, losing other kind of benefits that your employer um, may may sponsor and may not go, have gone directly into your salary, but that you benefited from financially or otherwise. Um, so I'd say, you know, pursue your dreams in parallel for as long as you can, and only consider leaving a day job um, and when you get to that point that you're actually losing opportunities from your side hustle and losing money, really, revenue from your side hustle. Um, and so you just can't parallel path it anymore. And you say, okay, I'm going to make the leap. I know I've seen, and we all seen a lot, see a lot of inspirational posts about people who quit their jobs and, you know, to pursue their dreams. And I personally think that's wonderful, but frankly, having Having done it several times in my career, in my case, to pursue the arts, um, it always left me a little compromised financially, and it always brought me back to the security of a paycheck and the security of, um, of working for someone else. And so what I've learned over the years is that you're better served by really parallel pathing that for as long as you possibly can. So to recap, the five tips are keep an eye on your money, find a sustainable source of income, pay yourself first, build a freedom fund, and diversify your revenue streams, but don't quit your day job. Thanks for joining me today. Until next time, be empowered and be you.